All right, all right, okay, okay. What is up, everybody? It's LJ Talks Facts, right here. Expensive Facts, like always. Of course, hope you guys are enjoying your Friday morning so far. I'm doing pretty good, and I hope you guys had a happy, safe, and healthy Thanksgiving yesterday. So, again, happy Thanksgiving to everybody that celebrated yesterday. I hope you all had a great time, especially watching football like I did. Um, we did have three football games yesterday. You know, it was the Bills versus Lions, Giants versus my Cowboys, who we're going to talk about, and uh, Patriots versus Vikings. I did catch uh, most of the uh, uh, Bills-Lions game. It was a pretty damn good game, honestly. I mean, Detroit stuck in there to the very end. They almost beat Buffalo. It was very close, 25-25, and then Josh Allen made a perfect pass to Fawn Diggs, got in field goal range. Tyler Bass came out and made the game-winning field goal. So, there you go. So, that was a nice win there for the, uh, for the Bills. And then my Giants, my Cowboys. We're going to talk about that in just a second. I know the Vikings beat the Patriots last night in the night game. Primetime Kirk, not too bad last night. So, I did go 3-0 and with the Thanksgiving predictions right there with the games on Thanksgiving. So, we'll see how I do the rest of the week. But now, let's talk about the New York Giants versus my Dallas Cowboys. Let's get right into it. So... Going to this game, I was a little bit nervous, honestly. I was a little bit nervous, you know, because you just never know. It's a division game right here. It's a battle for second place. You know, both teams still have a chance to get first place because now if um, Philadelphia loses to Green Bay on Sunday, because my Dallas Cowboys won yesterday, then my Cowboys will be one game out of first. So the division is still there. Honestly, it is still there. I thought it was kind of out of reach for a while, but no, it's right there. Is it in our favor? Well, whatever we do, we just got to run the table on this one right here. But again, I was a little bit nervous going to this game because, you know, the Cowboys haven't won on Thanksgiving since uh, 2018. So it's been a long time, honestly, losing to the Bills when Washington didn't have a team name, then losing to Vegas last year. I mean, honestly, they probably should have beaten Vegas last year if Anthony Brown wasn't a piece of shit, which he still is. Um, well, that's just a story for another day. But um, <sighs> going to this game against the Giants, this is a game I've wanted on Thanksgiving for so long. These two teams did go out at 92 on Thanksgiving, so it's been a very, very long time. It's been see, 10, 20, 30 years. 30 years ago we played them on Thanksgiving. And a couple people were on Twitter you know, saying, oh, the last time the Cowboys played the Giants on Thanksgiving, they went to the Super Bowl that year. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves. I know that dynasty was built right then and there. But let's not get ahead of ourselves just yet. Let's let's just not. Let's not do that, you know. I will say this though, I've said it many times. Talent-wise, do I think this team can go to the Super Bowl? Yes. Talent-wise, yes. Coaching-wise, other than Dan Quinn, no. Kellen Moore is a fucking idiot. McCarthy. McCarthy's been a little bit better, honestly. I will admit that. You know, his first year. His first year, I really can't put a lot of blame on him, you know, because the whole quarterback roulette and shit. You know, Prescott getting hurt. And then Dalton. He got hurt for a little while. Then it was Danucci. And, oh, God, then it was Gilbert. Then back to Dalton. It was just a lot, honestly. So I can't put the first year on him. And Mike Nolan was fucking terrible as a defensive coordinator. He fucking killed us. Fucking killed us, man. The defense was so bad. You know, and Callum Moore's been here since 2019. So he was here when Jason Garrett was in his last year as a head coach. Well, he was, he was, I think he was the quarterback's coach 
from 2016 to 2018, then he got promoted to offensive coordinator in 2019. I have no idea why. He's not good. He's fucking terrible. I remember last week, during last week's game when the Cowboys played the Vikings and they were on CBS. And I love Tony Romo. Love him. Love Tony Romo. But he's out of his mind to say that Kellen Moore is going to be a head coach next season. If any team, if any team takes a chance on this piece of shit, you're a fucking idiot. You don't deserve good things then. It doesn't matter what organization it is. You should not hire Kellen Moore. Actually, you know what? You know what? Fuck it. Go right ahead. Take him off our hands. Go right ahead. I could care less. He's fucking bad. He's not a good offensive coordinator. He tries too much. He tries to be like Sean McVay. He tries way too hard. When you just play simple football, you don't have to run all these stupid trick plays. They did a couple of those yesterday, and I'm kind of like, oh my God, just fucking play football. Stop with these trick plays. This is not backyard football. This isn't college. It's the NFL. So, stop the fucking bullshit. Stop with these bullshit fucking plays. It's annoying. Oh my God, but... Getting back to the game right here and everything. And first, I was official my point about McCarthy. You know, last year wasn't that bad. Made some mistakes. They were very undisciplined penalties last year, and especially in this game here today, because the Cowboys really haven't gotten into penalty trouble that much this season. They had ten plus penalties yesterday. And let me just say this real quick. Let me let me just say this real quick to all the fucking Giant fans. I know there are humble Giant fans out there, and to the humble Giant fans, good game. You guys still a very good team. You're most likely still going to make it to the playoffs. So I wanted to say that. I know there are humble Giant fans out there. I know not all of you are whiny bitches, like some of you out there. You know, especially like help people on Twitter, you know. The referee, the help of the Cowboys. Like I have this one fucking dumbass on my fucking Twitter page. And as I was tweeting, uh, I don't know if it was like when Schultz got the second touchdown or whatever it was. And they go, oh, congratulations on a ref win. Congratulations on a ref win. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? The Cowboys have 10 plus penalties. What in God's name are you talking about? They had 10 plus penalties in the going into the third quarter. What do you mean congratulations on a ref win? Are you stupid? Were there some questionable calls on the Giants? Yeah. And there's some questionable calls on the Cowboys. The referees were terrible yesterday for both sides. They were. They absolutely were. People say, oh, Thibodeau is getting held for the Giants. Parsons gets held every game. They don't call it. It's the same shit Parsons gets held every game. They don't call for Parsons. Everybody everybody thinks the fucking refs love the Dallas Cowboys. It's not true. It's seriously not true. If that was true, the Cowboys would have like 10 championships by now. Like, are you fucking stupid? This team hasn't been to the NFC Championship since the 95 season. Like, what are you talking about? That's why some of you Giant fans, you're fucking stupid. There's a majority of fans think that the referees love the Cowboys. Oh, Jerry Jones, he pays the refs. Oh, my God. If that were true, again, they would have 10 Super Bowls. So what are you talking about? The Cowboys have been a laughing stock after 95. They've been a laughing stock. Are you kidding? Oh, well, you know, you know what, Giant fans? Maybe you shouldn't have, got, maybe you shouldn't have lost to Detroit last week. Because right now, right now, if you would have beaten Detroit last week, and even if we would have lost to us... It'd be a tiebreaker. We would have the tiebreaker over you, but you'd be in a little bit of better shape, honestly. I mean, Jesus Christ, and fucking Brian Dable, man. I, mean, I know he's turned the Giants around, but my God, was he complaining a lot yesterday. Throwing his headset and shit. I'm like, oh my God, this guy complains all the fucking time. Good head coach, but man, fucking chill out a little bit. 
that's all that's all I'm saying. Like fucking relax a little bit, man. Jesus Christ. All he was doing was complaining, throwing his headset, throwing his headset, fucking yelling at the refs. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this guy. Fucking annoying to see. But getting back to the game right here, though. On the first possession right here for the Giants, they got a first down right away. But the next three plays, the Cowboys are able to shut them down. Then we got the ball, and this was fucking terrible. This was a terrible possession. Other than the first two plays to CD, which combined it for 20 yards. It's a 12-yard catch and an 8-yard catch. I'm like, all right, we're moving the ball pretty good so far. Prescott decides, or Kellen Moore decides, let's pass ball two more times when we're two yards away from first down. Prescott can't hit CD, can't hit Gallup. And then McCarthy's like, let's fucking go for a fourth and two at our own 40 in the first quarter. This isn't four-down territory. Uh, it made no sense. Why didn't they just run the ball on second and two? Give the ball to Zeke. Zeke did have a good game yesterday. Everybody that's saying, oh, Zeke is washed, Zeke is washed. I think he proved yesterday that he's not. Well, these last two games since he's been back. He had a pretty good game against Minnesota, too, last week. So I don't want to hear, oh, he's washed, he's washed, or uh, this and that. Is he overpaid? Yes, he is overpaid. He's overpaid by a lot. Let's see, how many years does he have left? He signed, what, a five-year deal in 2019? So this is four, three. He's got one more year left. I mean, I can't see him going anywhere else, honestly. I mean, for a, a time, I kind of wanted to trade Zeke, especially in 2020. 2020, oh, my God. Oh, my God, was he bad in 2020. I know he was hurt a majority of the season, but, man, he was fumbling the ball like crazy and shit. He was bad in 2020. He did bounce back last year. He could be a pro bowler this year, honestly. He really could. He's not having a bad season. You know, I got non-Cowboy fans that are telling me, oh, Tony Pollard's running back number one. Can you tell me that you don't watch the games? I know Pollard's great. Pollard is great, but Zeke is the running back number one. He just is. When you're in the red zone, you need Zeke out. You need Zeke out there. He's got more uh, He's got more size to get to the red zone. Nothing against Pollard, but I'm taking Zeke in the red zone. If you want to have Pollard line up as a receiver or whatever, do, or then you could do a trick play right there where you hand it off to him. Okay, fine. But I want Zeke in the red zone. Simple as that. That's just how I want it. That's how I want it right there. That's just how I see it. I just rather Zeke right there. That's just how I see it for the red zone. But this was just stupid right here, like I said. You should have just ran the ball to Zeke on second and two. Or even on third and two. Well, let's know. Let's pass it twice. I get the Giants secondary was depleted yesterday, just like their old line. I get it. I get you want to attack their secondary. That's fine. But, you know, you got to run the ball. You do. Second and two, just give it to Zeke. He's going to get you that first down. But now fourth and two right here. It was kind of predictable what they were going to do. They were going to run it. The Giants saw it the whole way. And, of course, here comes former Dallas Cowboy Jalen Smith, who was a fucking ghost in fucking 2020. And, well, then we fucking got rid of him after the fourth game last year, third or fourth game, whatever the hell it was. Makes a fucking big tackle on Zeke. And I'm like, oh, here we go. And the first play right here in the next Giants possession, they got a big first down right away on 23 yards. And Dorrance Armstrong gets a big sack. And then... This is where I'll admit this probably was a screwy kind of like, you know, penalty, you know, an um, ineligible receiver for the Giants because that would have been a touchdown for them. I mean, I get it and everything. I mean, I get it. I understand. But again, the referees were bad on both sides. They just were. That's why I just can't stand people saying, oh, you can go to the ref win. I mean, the Giants had a chance to bury the Cowboys in this game. 
You guys were 13 and 7 at the halftime. If you would have stopped us right away on our first drive in the second half, you'd probably win. You have plenty of chance to bury us. You didn't do it. You got to play better. <laughs> you could play in the refs all you want. They're not your friend. They're not here to help you. You got to play the game yourself. They're not playing it for you. Well, the next two plays right here, Jones had an incomplete pass, then intentional ground in the next play. But then Graham Bruneau went out and hit the 57-yard field goal. I was like, all right. It's only 3 nothing, And right here in the next possession, here we go. First play, Zeke gets a 15-yard gain. That's what happens when you give him the fucking ball. But the next play, holding. Tyler Smith was fucking horrible yesterday. I just want to say that. I know, I know his penalty was on Zach Martin, but I just want to get that out there. Tyler Smith had a horrendous game yesterday. Definitely his worst game. It was kind of weird to see Zach Martin get a holding call over here because he usually doesn't get any fucking penalties at all. It's very rare to see it out of him, so that was kind of weird. But then a few plays later, the Cowboys move the ball down the field. It was second and six of the Giants, 43. I have no idea what Prescott was thinking right here. He throws a pick. It was picked off by Rodarius Williams. I mean, apparently Prescott thought... Apparently Prescott thought... It was a penalty on Thibodeau for being offside or neutral zone infraction, and he thought it was a free play. But if it's a free play, you throw it down the middle. You don't throw it to the sideline. I mean, was it neutral zone infraction? I don't know if it was or wasn't. I really couldn't tell. By the Cowboys' reaction, it kind of looked like it was, but then you throw it down the middle or you just scramble and find something. I don't know. They still look ready on that play, but then he threw the fucking interception. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Here we go. But thank God, though, the Giants went three and out on the next possession. I'm like, all right. And this was our best possession, right? We moved the ball really good down the field. Pollard started with two uh, two runs for a combined six yards. And Michael Gallup had a pretty big game yesterday. Pretty underrated game, I should say. C.D. Lamb, of course, had the best game receiving-wise. So then Gallup gets a first down. Pollard got a run for seven yards, then he ran for no game, and then Gallup got a nine-yard catch and a five-yard catch. Zeke ran for three yards, and then Zeke ran for 22 yards on a really good option right there. And then CD got a 25-yard catch, and then first play of the second quarter, Zeke Elliott, six-yard touchdown, 7-3 Dallas. You see? That's what you do in the red zone right there. That's all, That should always be the first play in the red zone. You run the ball. If it doesn't work the first time, then you pass it. Then I will accept passing the ball. That's when I will accept it right there. That's fine. That That's totally fine. Totally fine right there. That, that, that's when I'll accept it right there. <sighs> they make it so complicated, though. They just make it so complicated. They really do. I, I don't understand it. I'll never understand why they have to make it so fucking complicated. I, I really don't. But it was a great possession right there. And then here come the Giants on the next possession. And they just move the ball like crazy down the field right here. It was second and four at our 45. Jones throws a bomb to Darius Slayton. I don't know how Anthony Brown doesn't pick this ball off. That's why Anthony Brown has to be the worst cornerback I mean, I know Eli Apple probably is the worst cornerback in the league, but Anthony Brown makes a case. Anthony Brown is fucking terrible, man. And it's really funny. They really didn't throw the Diggs aside that much. They really didn't. They really did not test Trevon Diggs. So I owe him an apology. I really do. 
fucking threw right there to Darius Slade. I don't know how Anthony Brown doesn't at least get a, a tip on it at least. I, I don't get it. It looked like Slade pushed off a little bit, but Brown still has to do something. You gotta tip it. It's right there. Fucking swander pick it off somehow. I don't know. I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me, man. And two plays later, Saquon runs in. 10-7 Giants. I'm like, oh my god. But then next two possessions for both teams right here. Cowboys went three and out, and then the Giants went three and out. And the Cowboys right here on uh, their last possession of the first half, they moved the ball pretty good. They're moving the ball pretty good. Pollock got a two-yard gain. Gallup made a nice catch, 25 yards. Pollock, three-yard gain. Gallup, 14-yard gain on a catch. Pollock, one yard. And then Schultz got a five-yard gain. And then third and four course, we get a fucking holding call. And then... And then the Giants got illegal contact, so we get an automatic first down. And then we get a false start penalty. I'm like, oh, my God. So Zeke gets a four-yard gain, and then Pollard got a four-yard loss. I'm like, all right, we're in field goal range. And where's Prescott do? Well, this really wasn't this wasn't his fault. He gets picked off by Julian Love. It was deflected. I'm like, oh, my God. All he had to do was just get closer, honestly. I mean, they were in field goal range as it was. I, I don't get it. You could that's that's kind of like when you just run the ball to get yardage, honestly. Prescott gets picked right there again. Not his fault. I can't really blame him for that. But then here are the Giants here on this last possession. They move the ball down the field. They get to our 29. Kick the 47-yard field goal. It's 13-7. I'm like, all right, I mean, we're only down one score. It could have been 17-7. It could be a whole lot worse. whole lot worse. And they had the fucking uh, Jonas Brothers concert. I mean... It wasn't that bad. I mean, these guys haven't really been relevant since, like, Disney Channel going back years here. I mean, it makes me feel fucking old. I was like, that's kind of a weird choice for the fucking concert, but I digress. I wonder who they'll get next year for the concert, because, I mean, I don't know. We don't know who the Cowboys will play on Thanksgiving next year. I know we play the, um, which AFC do we play next year? We play the AFC East, I believe. Yeah, we play the AFC East. Could play New England on Thanksgiving. Could very much do that. Mac Jones versus Prescott again. That happened last year. We, well, it was on Thanksgiving, obviously. It was in New England. It was in Foxborough. We beat them. Could do that. Or even... Nah, fuck. We'd be going to Miami. Damn. You're not going to do Jets versus Cowboys on Thanksgiving. I mean, well, you could. You honestly could. Like, if Jimmy G's there with the fucking Jets. Then, yeah. yeah. That's an option. That's an option, honestly. That'd be fucking good. I actually wouldn't mind that. I think they did play on Thanksgiving back in like 07, I believe. I think it's the last time we beat the Jets. Oh my god. What the fuck? Um, but yeah, getting to the uh, second half right here for my Dallas Cowboys. This was a long, long possession. But they moved the ball pretty good down the field. They almost got screwed with a couple penalties, the Cowboys, right here. A couple false starting penalties in the end. I'm like, these are like boneheaded fucking penalties that they're getting. Cowboys. Boneheaded penalties. I mean, they, they did, you know, get a holding call on the Giants on third and six at the Giants 36, so that helped us out a lot, but then the fucking false start penalties. Even before the false start penalties, it was third and 12 at the Giants 20, at the Giants 24. Fucking CD made a really good catch. That, actually, that wasn't the one-handed catch, my fault. That wasn't the one-handed catch. That's the next possession, I believe. 
But then it was third and goal to the Giants' 15. So we got another false start call. And Prescott found Dalton Schultz. Kind of a little bit of a risky pass, but Schultz able to hold it in. Touchdown Dallas. Maher's the extra point. We regained the lead. I'm like, let's fucking go. And right here for the Giants on the next possession, they were at their own 45. It was fourth and one. I kind of, I thought to myself, they had to be going for it. And they did. I'm like, this might be the game right here. It's fourth and one. They're 45 and Jones. Incomplete pass to Saquon. I mean, I really don't know whose fault that was, honestly. I mean, the pass from Jones wasn't all that bad. I mean, Saquon was wide open. I thought he was going to catch it. I don't know how he didn't, but um, uh, people are going to blame Saquon. People blame fucking Jones. I don't know who to blame on that one, honestly. You know, even if I even if I was a Giants fan, I wouldn't know who the fuck to uh to blame on that one. But that was huge for us right there. I mean, Saquon again was wide open. Nobody fucking deflected it at all. He was just wide open and dropped it. So I'm like, all right, you got to take advantage of that right here. Where were, we, where were we with the Giants 45 to start off? Yep. And we moved the ball really good in this possession. Here, this, this was the CD catch. It was second five of the Giants 25. And CD made that one-handed grab right there. I was like, holy fuck. But the one thing I hated with Fox, though, right here, anytime anybody made a one-hand catch or attempted to make a one-hand catch, they went right back to OBJ back in 2014 when he made that one-handed catch against us. I mean, it looks like OBJ most likely will sign with Dallas. He did meet with them. I don't know if it was um, Wednesday. He's going to meet with us again on December 5th. That's going to be the game after um, the day after we play the Colts. So... I don't know though. So when would OBJ be ready then? Like let's say, let's say the December fifth meeting goes well as well, and the Cowboys sign him right then and there. The Texans would be next. I think OBJ's debut would come up against either Jacksonville or Philly, because it wouldn't be against Houston right away. He's gonna need a lot of reps and shit and everything, a lot of practice. I mean, honestly, honestly, I would just do it. I really do want to sign OBJ. I really do. I really want to sign OBJ. You know, you could ask me, like, why? I mean, why? He's still fucking talented. I know he's come off the Achilles injury and everything, but I'll take that chance. I will take that chance, honestly. You give me those three wide receivers in the fucking playoffs, CD, Gallup, and OBJ? OBJ takes a lot of pressure off, you know, CD and Gallup. He really does. And if OBJ still has his speed, you're not going to stop him. He proved that in L.A. He just proved that in L.A. last year. You know, and it seems like he wants to go to the Cowboys. You know, a lot of people are fucking talking to him on Dallas. Fucking Parsons keeps recruiting him. I mean, apparently if the meetings are going well, well, let's see what happens on December 5th now. Let's see what happens. You know, because honestly, if your three wide receivers are fucking C.D. Gallup and Noah Brown, nothing against Noah Brown, but come on. You gotta take OBJ over him. You, you gotta be real on that one, at least. I would do it. I would do it, honestly. I don't think he's gonna go to the Giants. I don't think he's gonna go back there. He could go to Buffalo. That's another thing right there. You don't want him going to Buffalo. He could go there. That's, that's another thing. You give 
You give Josh Allen OBJ. Yeah, he has OBJ, Diggs, Davis, Knox. I mean, what the fuck? We get OBJ. That's huge. We need him. You got to make that splash. You got to make that splash right there. If he is the key right here to get us far, you fucking do it. You fucking do it. Ten, out, ten times out of ten, you fucking do it. You have to. You can take risky, well, you got to take risks in this game. No matter what sport it is, you got to take the risk. You got to take the risk. Look how the Houston Astros re-signed Justin Verlander after he was coming off Tommy John. They could have said, now nah, we'll let him walk. He just won a fucking Cy Young again, and he won a World Series. What the fuck? Coming off Tommy John surgery. I know it's a different sport, but you got to take a chance. You have to take a chance. Look how the Brooklyn Nets took a chance on Kevin Durant with his Achilles injury. We didn't know if he'd be the same ball player. He still is. He's still the same ball player. Who would have thought? No, honestly, who would have thought? I didn't think that. I loved when they when they when they signed KD. I fucking loved it. Getting KD and Kyrie, like I didn't think KD was gonna be the same ball player. It's a risk. You gotta take it. You gotta take risks in this game. That's all you gotta do. So. Let's see how the meeting goes next Monday on the 5th, not the 28th, of course, on December 5th. We'll see how that goes. We should be 9-3. and three. We should beat the Colts. But we'll talk about that when we have to. All right here, second and goal for the Cowboys at the 6. Giant 6. Dalton Schultz gets a 6-yard touchdown, his second touchdown of the game, 21-13. And the Giants' next possession right here goes into the fourth quarter. They do nothing right here. They punt at our own 48. And right here on this possession, the Cowboys kill the clock a little bit. I think I had possession for six minutes. So they kill the clock and just move the ball and move the ball and move the ball. That's all you have to do here. That's all you have to do. Just keep moving the ball. It was third and 11 the Giants 25. I'm thinking, all right, you can go for a field goal, get points, make it 24-13. But Prescott finds CD. What a really good game. He gets the first. And he tries to find CD on first and goal. I'm like, you're at the two. Just run it. And, I mean, they did run right here on the next play. It was a handoff to Peyton Hendershot. He gets a touchdown, two-yard touchdown right there. 28-13. Fucking all the other Cowboys tight ends went into the uh, Salvation Army Bowl. <laughs> Fucking they are playing whack-a-mole. That was pretty cool. So, 28-13. Hendershot gets a touchdown right there. That was basically the coup de grace. Coup de grace, whatever the fuck you call it. And the Giants right here on uh, this possession, they move the ball very slow, honestly, because they got the ball with 8.53 to go. This possession ended with 3.17 to go, or 3.12. It honestly made no sense. They just fucking took their sweet-ass time. They took their sweet-ass time. They did not play hurry-up at all. They were huddling. They just weren't hurrying up. I mean, that didn't make any sense. You're down 28-13. They just weren't hurrying up. They just took their time they took their time and it backfired it fucking backfired on them Michael Parsons had another big game he got a sack right here on second and ten at R38 they went for a fourth and nine didn't work and that was basically it that was basically it the Cowboys moved the ball to the Giants 28 Maher missed the 46 yard field goal I don't think much of it of Maher missing it I was like alright whatever I'd rather him miss now than in a big spot so whatever but the Giants, they moved the ball. They actually hurried up this time, moving the ball down the field. They got a touchdown, Richie James, with 12 seconds left or 8 seconds left, whatever. It's 28 to 20. They go for the onside kick. Doesn't work. CD fumbled it. I was like, oh, fuck. But he was able to recover right away. I was like, Jesus, CD, don't fucking do that, please. Don't do that again. 
So he gets it. Prescott kneels down, and the Dallas Cowboys beat the New York Giants 28-20 here on Thanksgiving. Our first win on Thanksgiving since 2018 when we beat Washington, who were the Redskins at the time. Feels good. It feels good. So hopefully next year when the Cowboys are on Thanksgiving, which will be on CBS, they haven't won on CBS since 2013. They haven't won on CBS since 2013, and that was against the Raiders. The other times they've been on CBS, they lost to the Panthers in 2015, lost to the Chargers in 2017, lost to the uh, Bills in 2019, and lost to Vegas last year. The Vegas game was the only game that was close. It got blown up by Carolina, got blown out by fucking L.A., kind of got blown up by Buffalo, and last year's game was close against Vegas, game they should have won. So hopefully we're on CBS next year, hopefully we fucking win. We'll have to wait and see. I mean, it most likely could be an AFC team because it has been since after 2015. So it could be the Patriots. It could be the Patriots. The only two AFC teams are playing at home next year from the AFC East are the Patriots and the Jets. Or there's going to be another AFC team right there. I don't know if it's like, um, like let's say we get first place in the NFCs, then we pl- they would play. We would play the first place, whatever division. I I don't know who it's going to be. Honestly, I can't. I can't think of it because we played the Bengals this year, and they were in first place in the AFC North from last year. So it's a whole fucking weird thing. So three AFC teams. I don't know who the third one's going to be. I just know we're going to play the Jets and Patriots at home next year. So that could be a potential Thanksgiving game right there. Jets and Jets or Patriots. I think they might lean towards the Patriots. But if the Jets get, like, Jimmy G, which I honestly think if Zach Wilson's really not that guy and Jimmy G becomes available, especially if the 49ers make another deep run in the playoffs this year and let's say they win a Super Bowl, you'd have to get him. The asking price would be very high, but you got to do it. If you're the Jets, you got to make that move. You pull the trigger and you make that move, no matter what happens. Whether the... Uh, whether the... Uh, 49ers win the Super Bowl, whatever the fucking shit. I would, if I'm the Jets, if I'm the Jets, I go for Jimmy G. If I'm the Jets, I go for Jimmy G. You could go for Derek Carr, but he hasn't been in a lot of big games. You know what I mean? Good quarterback, very underrated. He hasn't been in enough big games, though. Taylor Heineke is like a poor man's Jimmy G. He hasn't been in big games either, well, other than when they played Tampa in the wild card round in January of 2021, which they almost won, which is crazy. But he hasn't been in big games either. You know what I mean? Not like Jimmy G, like being in championship games and the Super Bowl course in 2020. That's all I'm saying. That's story for another day with the Jets. Back to this one right here. You know, I'm very happy my Dallas Cowboys got the win yesterday. We won back-to-back games right here. Ending the month of November strong. So we ended the month of November 2-1. and one, So I'll take it. That's fine. Um, we'll have to wait and see now what happens in December. The rest of the way now for the Cowboys schedule, we have... Four, excuse me, five games in December. We have the Indianapolis Colts coming up next. And the Houston Texans. Both games are at home. Then they go to Jacksonville to play the Jaguars. Then we're back home against Philly, which could be for the division. Then we go to Tennessee for Thursday night. And then we end off in Washington on either January 7th or January 8th, depending on how they schedule it. So, yeah, there you go. So, I mean, December, honestly, if you had to ask me how the Cowboys schedule should be. They should go they they could go 5 and 0, but realistically 4 and 1. 
because I could see them splitting in the end with Philly and Tennessee. I mean, I'd rather lose to Tennessee than lose to Philly. That's what I'd rather, honestly, if you had to ask me. But could they go 5-0? and Absolutely they could. Absolutely. Because the Colts, they aren't good. You've got to worry about Jonathan Taylor. But they have not been a good team. You have to beat them. You have to. The Texans suck. The Jaguars, I mean... I worry, a little bit, I worry a little bit about Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson, too. Doug Peterson does know how to beat the Cowboys, so that's another thing right there. So... I, I don't know. But then Philly, I would love to give redemption on them, especially if that is for the division. I would love to shut up all the Eagle fans, especially Nick Serrani as well as a fucking jerk-off head coach. Just talk so much shit, man. For a guy that hasn't won anything yet, he just talks too much fucking shit. And then Tennessee, like I've always been saying, if you can't stop Derrick Henry, you are not winning the game. You're just not. You're just not. It's not going to happen. I'm sorry, but it's not. And then you end off in Washington in January. I mean, they're no slouch. They could be fighting for a playoff spot right there in the end. They very much could. So they're going to come to play. But if they're like out of it, out of it, which they very much could be, then yeah, I wouldn't worry about that game. But if they're still in it, you gotta worry about them a little bit. That's all that I gotta say. But with this game right here, I mean, listen, it was a shitty first half for my Dallas Cowboys. They looked fucking horrible in the first half, down 13 to 7. I mean, the defense did all they could. The offense was very lackluster, a lot of stupid play calling. But the second half, you know, they scored 21 unanswered points. That was huge. They, they absolutely needed that right there. They bounced back pretty hard in the second half. They really did. The offense was great. The defense was phenomenal. It was great to see. Too many penalties, though. For a win, a lot of fucking penalties. They were way too undisciplined. That's all I got to say. Just way too many penalties yesterday. Way too many penalties. That's what almost cost us. It almost cost us yesterday. But you know what? In the end, we got the win, so I'm not going to sit here and complain. All I'm going to say is they need to tighten it up right there with penalties. You have to tighten it up the rest of the way. You're going against the Colts now next Sunday on Sunday Night Football. Tighten it up. They haven't won on Sunday Night Football yet, the Cowboys, this year. They've been on Sunday Night Football twice this year. They lost to Tampa, and they lost to Philly. Hopefully that changes now. And it really should. It really should. You should not be losing to the Colts. I mean, granted right here, the Dallas Cowboys could tie for first place against the Colts. That's only if the Eagles lose to Green Bay and Tennessee. That's only if they lose. And the Philadelphia Eagles could very much lose those two games. They very much could. They very much could. I'm praying, I am praying... That Aaron Rodgers goes out there and fucking torches them on Sunday. And hopefully Derrick Henry runs down their throats the next Sunday. That's all I'm hoping for. And could it happen? Yeah, I mean, very much the Eagles could be 9-3 and three and so much we could be as well, honestly. Very much. Very much could. We'll see what happens, though. We shall see what happens. All I'm hoping for is that we get the job done. That's all I hope for. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. Just go out there. Kick 
kick the fucking Colts' ass next Sunday. Tighten up with the penalties. Let's fucking go. And again, good game to all the Giant fans out there that are humble, that took the loss and were humble about it. Not the ones, I'm not going to say GG to the ones that are fucking complaining on Twitter. The refs, the refs, the refs. Shut the fuck up. Seriously. Complaining about the refs. Oh my, you know, you really just, I mean, I'm not trying to tell people what to do. But I mean, Jesus Christ. That's all I got to say. If you're going to complain about the refs constantly, constantly. Like, Jesus Christ. Just shut up already, man. We had 10 plus penalties. I could say all the refs were screwing us. Oh, but you won. Okay, but we had 10 plus penalties. And like I said, I admit it. The referees screwed both sides. They really did. They were The referees were bad on both sides in this game. They, they really were. It wasn't one-sided. But the Cowboys did have a majority of the penalties. You can't sit there and tell me, oh, the referees talk about the Cowboys. Okay, if that was true, if we had, like, one penalty and the Giants had, like, ten, that's a little bit different. That I could, you know, reason with you guys and say, okay, you know what, that's fair. But in the end, though, the referees are not your friend. It's just like in baseball. The umpires are not your friend. You have to find a way to win the game. You can say, we're getting screwed. Find a way to win the game. That's it. You have to find a way. They're not here to help you. They're not. They're not. They're not picking sides. You got to go out there and play the game yourself. They're not doing it for you. You got to go out there and play the game, play better, and fucking win. Simple as that. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do out there. That's what you got to do. But you know what? To my Dallas Cowboys, though, enjoy the rest of this weekend. Enjoy majority of next week. You get ready now for the Colts next Sunday on Sunday night. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. Last time we played the Colts, they shut us out back in 2018. I remember that shit. But the last time they were in Jerry's world, we blew them out in 2014. I remember we just fucking kicked their ass. And that's when we won the NFCs. Man, we just fucking destroyed them. And that's when the Cowboys weren't good at home. The Cowboys overall in 2014, 2014 season, they were 5-4 and four at home. 4-4 four four in the regular season, of course, would beat, uh, who was it, the Lions in the wild card round. And overall, they were 8-1 and one on the road. Imagine going undefeated on the road the whole season. We were basically at the Road Warriors. But then we all know what happened in Green Bay. This, whatever. But in reality, though, the Dallas Cowboys should beat the Colts. They should win the next three games. The Dallas Cowboys should be 11-3 going into the game against Philly. They should really be 11-3. Anything short of that is a disappointment. You should not lose. You should not lose to the Colts, the Texans, or the Jaguars. You shouldn't. These games, you got to win. And in reality, they should be blowouts. They really should be blowouts. I know the Colts maybe will give us a little bit of a fight because they do have talent there. So that I can understand. The Texans have no talent. The Jaguars, they got a little bit of talent. So I kind of understand there. But you should really torch them, honestly. You really should. But the Texans should get embarrassed. They really should. That's the one game out of the next three that should not be close. It just shouldn't be. If it is, come on. Even if we win, I'll be like, seriously? I'm just saying. But it felt good to finally see a win on Thanksgiving for the first time since 2018 for my Dallas Cowboys. Love to see it. Love to fucking see it. It was great. 
pulled through in the second half. After a shitty first half, we pulled through with a really good second half. It was awesome to see. Let's keep it rolling now. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Enjoy this week right here coming up. Get ready for the Colts now. Get ready for them. Let's fucking go. No excuses. No excuses at all. Let's go. Let's go. I mean, we'll see how the Colts play against the Steelers on Monday. If they lose to Pittsburgh, then come on. Come on. I mean, I did pick, I did pick Pittsburgh to win. But still, the Colts, they are the better team, honestly. I just think Pittsburgh is going to get the win. I think the Colts are going to do what they do this year. That's just choke away. That's how I feel. But we'll see. We shall see, though. Let's enjoy the rest of this weekend. And get ready for the Colts now on Sunday. Get ready for them next Sunday. Let's fucking go. Let's do it. All right, guys. Hope you guys enjoy this episode right here. And the next time I will talk to you guys will be either Sunday or Monday afternoon. Where I will review WWE Survivor Series War Games. I'm going to watch that Sunday morning because I'm going to the hockey game on Saturday. So I'm going to be missing it live. I'll be watching it the next morning. I like the card so far. The five matches that are on the card. I think that that's the only match they're going to do. I don't think they're going to add another one tonight. I think they're only going to stick with five matches. Which is fine. Because these two War Game matches are going to last about like what 30 minutes. So that's combined to like an hour right there. Then you have three more matches that won't probably last all that long. But... I'm looking forward to it, though. It should be good. It should be a good pay-per-view. I'm looking forward to it. I'll be watching Sunday morning, and we'll talk about either Sunday afternoon or Monday afternoon. All right, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode right here, and hope you guys had a really good Thanksgiving yesterday. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and I'll talk to you guys on Sunday or Monday to review WWE Survivor Series War Games. How about them Dallas Cowboys, baby? Let's fucking go.